Hey everybody, welcome to another episode. I'm Matt. And I'm Andy. There it is. And this is another episode. Thank you guys so much for joining us again as we dip back into the movies that shaped our childhood. And today, Mandy, what are we talking about? Yes, we are talking about the 1994 classic, James Cameron classic, True Lies. True Lies, yeah. 1994? 1994. Look at that, yeah. Uh, and of course, obviously, uh, we have a new component to this podcast. Hopefully, this all works out. Uh, and you might be seeing us on YouTube for the first time. Uh, and as you can tell, that is not uh, Mandy Elaine uh, coming to you from Grand Rapids, uh, <laughs> filling in as host this time around. Uh, this yeah. is our COVID-19 edition. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're trying things uh, different. We're uh, we're adding some components to the podcast now. Uh, desperate and times, desperate measures. For sure, yeah. And we uh, we scooped up Stu McAllister, uh, yeah. multiple uh, multiple time guest and multiple time host. Now, uh, I know I'm honored, man. Thank yeah. you for uh, thank you for having me on. Absolutely. Although I'm not sure I should thank you for this movie. That for we this watched. particular movie. All right, we'll mm. we'll <laughs> we'll figure that out. Uh, and of course. Uh, we always like to have a guest on to discuss things with us because at this point, Stu, you're like part of the uh, another episode family. I'm part uh, of the family. That's right. And we need someone else to come in and, and tell us what's what. So today, right. we're very pleased to have Grand Rapids area comedian, Mr. Matt Cook is with us, everybody. Woo! Hey, guys. How you doing? Pause Good, for applause. Matt. Pause for applause. All right. And I just want to double check again. Audio coming through okay for everyone. Sounds great. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. All right. So uh, we generally ask uh everyone that uh joins in uh with us if you've never seen this movie uh please stop what you're doing go find it somewhere <laughs> go punch Stu's dog in the face <laughs> and then uh, come back to us after you've seen the film and then join us for the conversation and you're back and you're back all right all right. greatest greatest of all time yeah. um so, yeah, now that you've seen the movie, you've wasted two and a half hours of your life to come Ooh, back. it was long. It was a long one. It was yeah. a long movie. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so now you're, uh, you're on board with us. You know what's going on. And, Matt, we always like to ask all of our guests, uh, how long had it been since you saw this movie before we made you watch it for the podcast? I have never sat through this movie at all. Never. I never what? <laughs> I have never seen it. Stu and I talked about this at Laugh Fest. I think Schwarzenegger is garbage. Stu what? is the greatest of all time. <laughs> what? <laughs> he is. He's the best. <laughs> well, you know, you can't win them all, I suppose. Right. And uh, I, I honestly, I, I've seen a lot of Schwarzenegger stuff. I have never sat through this movie. Uh, okay. So it, 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 it never... It never popped up on like TBS or anything like that I where you're like, oh, what's did, this? My, my hatred is so deep that I'm just scrolling past. Uh, well, and it's, <laughs> it did pop up in between a bunch of like crazy James Cameron because this is a James Cameron film. Yep. Uh, and it popped up yeah. in between Sorry, like me. T2 and Titanic for him. So though it yeah. greatly overshadowed by both of those films. Right. So, I mean, there were right. sev you had several other options to watch if you were looking for like a big blockbuster film. Uh, especially that year, 94, we had, uh, what, Forrest Gump was a big deal then. Uh -huh. um, That's the greatest was, of all time. There. Right, yeah, yeah. There were a ton of movies that came out that were competing for this one. Mm, uh, good year, yes. good year for Flex. It really was, yeah. So this one did kind of get shoved by the wayside. Uh, it's not a commonly talked about film, I, I guess, probably. I mean, it's not on a bunch of people's lists, I can't imagine, but, you know, for what it is. It's, pro it's probably not even top 10 Arnie movies, at least yeah. not for me. Right. What would you What would you give uh, 
at least top five ish. Where what? I would probably go. Uh, I really enjoy the first Terminator. First okay. Terminator was great. Uh, loved Predator. Loved Commando. Uh, loved Running Man. Loved uh, what was the one where he was on Mars? What was that one again? Was that Running Man? Total, Total Recall or some Total shit. Total Recall. Yeah. yeah. So right there, all those movies were just fantastic. And see, for me, it's going the opposite direction. It's going to be like. Twins and Junior. Ah, and you like all those kindergarten yeah. cop. Kindergarten cop, yeah, for sure. <laughs> God damn it! What was the Christmas movie uh, that he did? Yeah, Jingle, yeah, Jingle all the way. Jingle all the way. Come see my smash hit the movie Jingle all the way. So, um, yeah, I mean that's it for us. Uh, so, Matt, if we were to give you the reins of the podcast, we we do this podcast in. Uh, the premise is it's the movies that shaped our childhood. So generally it's Mandy and I, if we were to just let you pick the movie that shaped your childhood, what would you give us? Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. Okay. Uh, good. Right. Classic. Nice. Yeah. We I, did I, cover I, that. I, I probably have Carlin's speech at the beginning still <laughs> memorized from that movie. I, I, I wore out the VHS tape on that. Thing. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Are you excited for the new one? The, I, the am, three? Honestly, I, I, Bogus Journey was like, eh, but three, I, I don't know. I'm hoping I, it'll be a nostalgia flick. I'm not expecting it right. to be any, you know. You're going to have to right. dig up Alex Winters or whatever and, and oh, see what he's, what he's got going <laughs> Actually, on. Actually, it'd be really funny. Did you guys see him with that, uh, uh, God, the stoner from um, down in like the Niles area? Oh, they, yeah? Uh, they interviewed um, that stoner guy when the dispensaries opened oh, okay. uh, and, and Alex winter was on there with him and he was, it was awesome. It was a, <laughs> it was a Kimmel, a Kimmel clip. So oh, okay, up, it was good. super funny, but he was, he was in it and the, the stoner dude from Niles just went crazy. It was awesome. <laughs> Weird. All right. Well, I guess yeah, I didn't know anything about it. Still doing stuff, I suppose, whatever you can did, do for um, a paycheck. He just did a Super Bowl commercial too, didn't he? Oh, I, did he? I don't know. So yeah. I'm yeah, going to be honest with you. I would have been, I would have been more likely to watch the Terminator than I would have been to watch the Super Bowl. So it's uh, not on the radar for me, kids with your sports balls. But uh, so here we are. We made you watch this movie and um, we're going to start out. I guess let's just give them a quick rundown of what the hell we're even talking about. Uh, so this is a sort of twist on a spy flick. Uh, yep. It mainly focuses on the family. Uh, we've got Jamie Lee Curtis right. starring as uh, Helen uh, Tasker as the wife. Yeah. Yep. Uh, we've already talked about uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger as Harry Tasker as the uh, the aforementioned uh, spy slash husband of the family. And then, uh, I mean, it's basically just a day in the life of a spy, I guess, which is weird to think about. Right. Um, that he has like a real family at home. And they don't know that he's a spy. Right. Yeah. Somehow he's kept it a secret from her for the last 15 years, but he's been a spy yeah. for 17 years. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, he's doing something right, I guess. I don't know. It seems weird to, to have that as a job and then to think about, like, retiring as a spy. You know what I mean? You never you retire. Yeah. Yeah, you they just have to, you. like, you fade away, and then, yeah, you just never come home, I guess. I Nero know. did it in all those, you know, Meet the Fockers movies. So. <laughs> for sure, yeah. Oh, Christ. It's got to go somewhere. You just rent an RV for the rest of your life, I guess. And, uh, end up in movies with uh, Ben Stiller, I think. Yeah. That's the... That's the end for all spies. But uh, so this is a James Cameron film. Uh, does any other uh, James Cameron films? I mean, we're not talking straight Schwarzenegger. Were you guys a big fan of? So apparently this guy makes fucking epically long movies. That's his whole thing, I guess. Yeah. Right. 
long and huge budgets. Yes, for sure. This, uh, I had some trivia about this. This uh, True Lies was his fifth highest grossing movie. Okay, well, are you, yeah, don't don't uh, blow the budgets just yet. We'll play the little. I won't game. do that. But okay. who, what do you, what do you think is the highest? Highest grossing wasn't it? Uh, yeah. Or was it Avatar? Did that it surpass was. all? Yeah. It was. Which, again, that, I mean, that's not a short film either. Like, these are all nope. fucking epically long, crazy movies. Long, what was number two? Uh, Titanic has got to be. Yeah, look there, at yeah. you. You're a big James Cameron fan. I just yeah, saw that. Yeah, oh, yeah. You are. <laughs> so, uh, what was third? Um, Terminator 2? You got it. Look at was you. It the second one? Was more? You motherfucker. <laughs> you won't get the fourth, though. You will yeah. not get the fourth. You right. won't get it. Yeah, you can yeah. guess. I mean, guess. I would have said Terminator, but I don't know. Yeah. No, it wasn't Terminator. It was Alita. Wow. I know, right? Alita. That blew my mind away. I was like, Alita. It, 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 cr- it didn't do well here in the States, but it crushed worldwide. Wow. Look so at that. That's, it's, uh, that was why it was fourth. I. Because that came out, what, like uh, 2017, I think? So not oh, that fuck, long I don't ago. Even, yeah, that's off the radar for me. I wouldn't even know. but uh, Yeah. It was, it's ridiculous right now, by the way, watching myself on this thing. I've never, we've never done it like this before. But <laughs> I'm just constantly like thinking about not touching my face. Oh, I'm just going to touch my face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. I mean. They're a little bit brighter. You can't watch the Jamie Lee Curtis scene without touching something. You know what no. I'm saying? You know I was saying? seriously disappointed in that scene that it didn't all come off. I mean, oh, for sure. <laughs> all right. Um, so let's talk about, if we want to here, uh, top performances. Did you guys have any standout performances in this movie at all? You got to go with Tom Arnold, I think. Oh, uh, yeah. Just because he was the comedic relief. It was probably like his first real huge role. Uh, they didn't even want him to do it. He didn't even think he would get it. For sure, yeah. So he applied for a much smaller role. So it would it would be Tom. Yeah, that's. I mean, for me, that's a huge, uh, huge light in this otherwise sort of blah movie. If without right. him in this movie, it'd be kind of rough to get through. But sure. how I about you, Matt? I liked Car Driver Number Four, who flew <laughs> off when it blew up. Yep. <laughs> I think it's his greatest work of all time. Yeah, those guys that jumped off or that uh, tipped off the bridge there and just let it go. Yeah, right, right. Yep. Some real nice facial acting there. You, you know, really, you could really tell in their eyes that they were uh, about to die. So, <laughs> just disposable character number one. You know. No, I think I think honestly, Arnold was was great in this movie. It was it was fun to watch him and kind of spread you know his wings a little bit and do a little bit more than just like a bit character part yeah 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 this is one of the the few films that he's been able to like uh shine through a little bit more than just kind of be in the background and you know say some quippy lines here and there and then just kind of fade away yeah i enjoy lines for arnold what's that (laughs) they saved all the quippy lines for arnold yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) i wish he had more of those though Right, like more of the traditional, like I'll be back, and uh, it's not a tumor, yeah. and all that. We did stuff. have a few of the uh, like uh, grab my hand situations too, which was pretty exciting. Right, right, right. Uh, here we go. We had this one. I don't know if you heard that. The hold my hand. Yeah. <laughs> hold my hand. <laughs> so don't yeah. touch my hand. I got COVID. <laughs> yeah, right now. Yeah, you can't even make a movie now. What the hell are they gonna do? Oh. Stay six feet away. <laughs> six feet away. <laughs> Um, all right. Uh, so Stu, yep. uh, I was thinking of you during this part, uh, at the beginning of the movie, he walks into a like billionaire's mansion, uh, where they're having a party 
and all yeah. he had to do was dress the part and just look confident, you know? Yes. And I was like, oh. hey, that's just like Stu. Uh, when you go delivering uh, to schools and things, you can just get anywhere you want. Just carry a goddamn clipboard. And what it is, he did exactly what I would tell anyone to do. You just walk through the kitchen, walk <laughs> through the kitchen, uh, look like you know what you're doing, and no one will say a thing to you because that's what I do every time I go deliver some Dippin' Dots. That's <laughs> all I do. Dots hat on and you just walk right through. Right. <laughs> walk right there. No, no one questions you. I love that he told he started telling someone what to do, and that made it even worse. That, or like oh, that, that made it even more official. Like it compounded his like confidence, and he was like, uh, "Okay, this guy's supposed I, to be here. We'll let him go." I loved it, man. When he just did it, he had the suit on and everything. He was like, "Oh yeah, go fuck yourself. Do this. Get rid of that. This fish smells. Come on." <laughs> and he asked the guy to like hold his drink or whatever, and he just walks away. I loved it. That's yeah, it was great. Part. Great, great. Um, that that whole scene in the amount of movement that he does in a tight ass suit is quite <laughs> impressive. Yeah, very. Yeah, I I mean, this movie was a long movie, and even though there were some long drawn out sequences, it didn't I, like it. It wasn't a long watch for me, which is weird. You know what I mean? Like uh, normally a movie this long, when I'm pulling clips for it, I have to watch the film a couple of different times, you know, before I can get yeah. these clips out. And uh, it, it wasn't tough because mostly I just fast forwarded through what I knew was going to be action sequences because <laughs> right. you can't pull a yeah. clip from a damn action sequence. It's just fucking crazy nonsense, right? Explosion. Um, what I did think I, I found interesting and I was really appre- uh, appreciative of is that they used different sounding uh, gunshots for different guns, which I thought was great. In, in a lot of these movies, yeah. it's just the same, you know, bang whiz noise for every gun that gets shot. Right. So. I was like, that's interesting. That's, that's funny that you mentioned it because I just listened to your Young Guns episode today and you're talking about how much you hate all those fucking special effects and sound effects. Stuff. Yeah, for sure. Well, and I just hate to watch a person standing out in a field somewhere and just shooting guns in the air. You know? <laughs> like, what a fucking waste, man. Someone had to put those bullets together. Like, you had to pay for those. You know? All right. You had a ton of terrorists doing that in this movie. You're, like, <laughs> you're, like, what you're wasting bullets. Those What's that? Bullets are worth gold nowadays. You oh, don't for sure. Right? Yeah, yeah. You got to pre-order during the old COVID scare. Now we're <laughs> it's like gold out there. Um, so we have also uh, Tia Carrera shows up in this movie. Uh, speaking bad guy. of, uh, you know, yeah, bad guy. I guess is she. So she's a bad guy, right? She's like a sub-level bad guy. Yeah. In this movie, I mean, she's kind of just uh, she's more of a uh, opportunist, right? Like she just wants to right, get some yeah. cash and run. She's not yep. necessarily yep. an evil person, and, but you know, an antiquities dealer, <laughs> right? Yeah, yes, always the antiquities dealer. You which, never trust those fuckers. Which seems ridiculous because if you're an antiquities dealer in the realm that she is in, dealing with billionaires, I got a feeling she's not hurting for cash, right? Anyway, you don't need to be a bad guy, man. You're making money the good way anyway, right? Yeah, you got uh, yeah. People can trace your your cash flow back, and it's all legit. I don't see why you'd have to you know, help someone explode an island. For- <laughs> Steal a nuclear weapon. <laughs> but, uh, uh, okay, uh, what's, your, what's your hot takes on Tia Carrera? Anybody? She's hot. You think so? Mm-hmm. Yeah, loved her. Wayne's World, this movie, and then she just disappeared from the face of the earth. <laughs> for sure, yeah. What happened to her? I don't know. More or less clothes in Wayne's World, so yeah. that was nice. Right, 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 right. Yeah, to wrap her up with a snake, she's good to go, yeah. <laughs> uh yeah i could have done without her myself i'm not a fan yeah oh you don't you don't like tia 
Right. Yeah. No, not, not a fan of her in this. I wasn't a fan of her in uh, Wayne's World either, really, to be honest ah, with you. Damn. But, you know, whatever. They got to have somebody do it, I suppose. Right. Well, who would you have picked in 1994? Oh, who would have played the <laughs> in bad 1994. guy? The bad chick. Yeah, the bad Kath- girl. Kathy Ireland? The bridge between. I don't know. Yeah, maybe one of those. Uh, <laughs> uh, Anderson. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> who was uh, Elizabeth Hurley? Yeah. Right, she's in that area. Yeah, she was doing what bedazzled or whatever the fuck that was during sure. that time period. Yeah, some, she was getting cheated on by Hugh Grant. Right. Yeah, there you go. Some transsexual uh, prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, live your best life, man. Do what you got to do. Right. You know what I'm saying? Do what you got to do. COVID <laughs> will get you. COVID will get you. All right, um, let's do a couple of clips. We haven't really touched on anything. Here is when we meet uh, Juno Skinner, uh, played by Tia Carrera. Yeah. Good. Isn't it? Yes, quite. I thought I knew most of Khaled's friends, but I don't believe I've met you before. No, we haven't met because I certainly would remember. This is a nice way of meeting and a little backstory. It was a good trope, I think, here. Juno Skinner. Juno Skinner. Juno Skinner. Come on. Come on. Juno Skinner, arts and antiquities dealer, specializing in ancient Persia. We get the 90s hacker vibe going on in the background. Right. Very good. Sixth century BC, to be exact. Mm. Do you like? The- yeah, yeah. I love. I love how he did have that earpiece, and they're just feeding him all sorts of stuff, like a Cyrano de Bergerac kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. It's like he's got yeah. Google in his ear. He can. He can know everything. He's the greatest <laughs> of all fine. time. It wasn't even Google in '94. What the hell was it? <laughs> right. Yeah. Whatever. V- Vista Vista Alta or some shit. Yeah. What the fuck was it? Well, they did have uh, they had that crazy ass Windows uh, logo on that computer mm. when he was hacking into it. So that was amazing. I love it. <laughs> the old ass <laughs> Windows. Super retro. <laughs> All right, uh, let's do. And then we meet uh, uh, Faisal. Faisal is his. Uh, that's the tech guy in the van, along oh, with Tom sure. Arnold there. Uh, right. And we get this ridiculous pile of lines here. Harry, don't be stopping to smell the roses now. During the Harry, tango. You gotta get out of there. Yes! Files are unlocked! Fast Faisal strikes again. I'm in. I'm down, baby. I got my hand up her dress, and I am going for the Just goal. copy the goddamn files, okay? <laughs> Just get the goddamn files. I like it. I like the little quippy back and forth they've got going on. It's it's fun. Makes it sure. more fun to watch. The two of them, they had their own little love story going on. Tom <laughs> Arnold and Faisal. Yeah, with him and his four ex-wives. Right. That's right. All right. Uh, So we find out that Harry Rehnquist is actually Harry Tasker in the scene shortly after he gets his way out of the uh, mansion, right? He blows his way out. And uh, (laughs) that led me to wonder uh, if you had to pick your own uh, spy name. Uh, He went with Rehnquist for some reason. What would you, what would you go with if you had to pick your own spy name? Smith. Yeah, right? That's what I said. Super generic. Yeah, and it would be so difficult. It'd be so difficult to look you up, right? Like if these people are in the back, if they've got their own guy in a van trying to figure out who you are, you know, he's got to go through a pile of Smiths, right? Right, yeah. I'm Robert Smith, lead singer of The Cure. It's as simple as that. (laughs) There you go. Matt, you've got one? I'd go with, uh, my grandpa changed our name when we moved over here, so I'd go with Kuharchik. Okay. That's a good, strong Eastern European <laughs> For sure. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you're, you're playing for the communist. other team. Yeah. That's right. He's on the red side. He's on the red team. 
All right. Uh, let's do. Okay, so we meet Dana, which is his daughter, uh, played by Eliza Dushku. Ooh. Uh, unfortunate name, uh, but she's she's all right, you know. And uh, so we get this scene here. Let's go ahead and play this. Boy, I remember the first time I got shot out on cannon. Loved that, by the way. Greatest. <laughs> she was wearing the motorcycle helmet. Yep. Yes, she was uh, fourteen. Oh my goodness! Yeah, she was young. Image coming from. Got a CCD camera and a transmitter and a pack of smokes out there. It's pretty cool. Huh? A lot of tech talk. Loved it. What the hell? What's she? Dana. 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 I would have knocked her ass off that motorcycle. <laughs> Just throw the coffee mug at her. You know, whatever. You want some uh, bad trivia about her right now or no? Bad trivia? Yeah, whatever you got. Yeah, right? bad we'll, trivia. We'll, we'll call it a fun oh, fact. But... <laughs> this, this is not so fun fact. Uh-oh. Uh, she, was she was 12 years old when she was uh, filming this movie, and uh, she was sexually molested by the film's 36-year-old stunt coordinator. For this that? movie? Yeah, during this movie, what? he grew. Yeah, he groomed her and he sexually molested her, and she brought it out in January of 2018. And she was like, "This fucker grew me from the beginning," and he did all sorts of stuff. And when she um, kind of was bringing it out, that's when, like, when she was trying to do stunts, bad things happened to her. Whoa! Motorcycle. <laughs> she apparently broke some ribs. Where did I see that? Uh, she broke something there. Because he was the one who was totally... Yeah. <laughs> he was the one that was responsible for her safety. Yeah. So when she was kind of like rocking the boat on stuff, he made it very uncomfortable for her. So wow. That was very awful. Yeah, it's awful for her. So. Yeah. Well, you know... Yes. Uh, me too. Sorry, <laughs> I don't. I don't even know how to go from that. So there was no me too in '94. So yeah, I mean that's probably what she felt. She felt comfortable in coming out with stuff in January of 2018 when there was more stuff like that. For sure. So, yeah, yeah. For yeah. Very, yeah. I mean, at this point, it's becoming more socially acceptable. Back then, I'm sure if she had said even a word of it, she'd have never got another job. Like she would have just right. been swept to the side, and there's nothing more for you. You know. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. You're 12 years old, right? When you're For filming sure. this thing, you're like, who's going to believe you? You are the 36-year-old because everybody wants to believe that the adult's going to do the right thing, but clearly he wasn't. So. Yeah. Now sure. you look at everybody, like, oh, you're fucking guilty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think that's where he's, yeah, that's just the standard way to start, and then you kind of go from there. But Right, uh, right. So here's our palate cleanser. We'll get a little Charlton Heston here. <laughs> Sorry. Sweet Jesus, Harry, you surely screwed the pooch last night, didn't you? you please tell me how I can see this as anything but a total disaster? You want to give some total gravity to a situation, you just yeah, add they're, Charlton they're Heston to it. Yeah. Yeah. I was shocked to see him in this A movie. perfect mission on one end yeah. and then a total cooch screw on the other. And, you know, we're going to go right in this area. You're new on Harry's team, aren't you? Yes. <laughs> so what makes you think the slack I cut him in any way translates to you? Yeah, whatever. Okay, we get it. Uh, comes in sporting the eye patch, you right. know, extra intimidating. He they patterned it after Nick Fury from uh, all of Marvel Comics. Okay, so that was where that was where the look came from. So, in the what was it? Uh, the name of the agency was what was it? Omega something. 
and that was named after his movie. He was in the Omega Man. Okay. So, yeah. Jonathan all... Heston trivia for you. There you go. These are all fun facts. Yeah. Look at fun that. Facts. Keeping up uh, Mandy's end of the bargain here. You I'm have... trying. I'm failing, but I'm trying. You got shoes to fill. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, so we talked about old douche coup there again. Sorry for, for that. <laughs> Um, so so, uh biggest so harry eventually misses his own birthday he's but he was told to come back and go uh to make sure that he makes it back for his birthday and he misses his birthday uh what is there ever uh, has there ever been an event like that that uh you guys missed that was something that was like a big important deal that you guys missed Whether it it be like, uh, you know, for weather conditions or just for, you know, whatever, like, or a gig you missed out on. We're all comedians, you know? I missed a gig because all that blood clot shit that I had years ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's not really your fault. I was in the, I was in the hospital. I was like, I'm trying, but yeah, there was, I was not getting out. Zoomed your way into it, you know? (laughs) FaceTime comedy. That's all right. (laughs) Matt, did you ever uh, show up late for something you were supposed to be on time for? Any any big deal stuff, like your grandma's ninetieth birthday and then she died or something, you know? The earliest to be on time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's been groomed in my brain since <laughs> I was two years old. My parents are fifteen minutes early to everything. It drives us nuts, you know. You tell them, okay, we're going to do you know this dinner at six o'clock, and they're here at like you know five thirty. It's like, okay, that's great, thanks, but no, it's, that would drive oh, me. I did. Uh, I did have to miss work because of a DUI once, so that was fun. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got Iger's. That's a good excuse, I guess. You know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I will allow it. <laughs> At this point in my life, though, if anybody like, if I have something scheduled and anyone shows up to my house early, uh, yeah. it's pure panic mode. Like I was waiting oh. until the very last moment to like clean my house or get everything prepared. You know. And Never people, get people to show his up. house because Ween Dog just goes fucking ballistic. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, do not come to my house early. I got to, like, get my dog in the fucking cage. Yeah, you got to quarantine a, your household there. He's a fucking lunatic, yes. <laughs> All right, I think we're just about to the end of our uh, limit here for recording-wise, so we're going to take a little yeah. break, and then we're going to come back with another uh, round of this. But in the meantime, though, we always want to uh, play with our guest our own little uh, activity that we do at the end of the first half. And that is a little game that we have, and it has its own theme song, and it is called Chop This, Chop This Synopsis. Chop This Synopsis. <laughs> chop This, Chop This Synopsis. All right, it is time for us to play Chop This Synopsis. And uh, of course, that game is uh, for you, Matt. Uh, we would like for you to take the film True Lies and condense it down to 10 words or less. So chop the synopsis down to 10 words or less, something more palatable, something that's not going to make you think this movie is two and a half hours long, uh, and something that you can read like on the back of a DVD or on the description of the film if you go to click on it, right? So you're going to have the break to figure it out. So when, you can we, do come, it. when we come back from the break, all right. I, I've been, you know, it's been a while, so I got this, and it just works out so much better that Stu's here, too, so it's even more awesome. Okay. <laughs> so when we, when we come back, we're going to do your 10-word uh, or less synopsis, and otherwise, we will be right back after these messages. Okay, so I'm going to end the meeting now. 
All right. Cool. And then when I, the same uh, meeting, it'll probably be different meeting code. and different Yes. Passwords. Yep. It's going to be a different code to log in and sorry about that, okay. but yeah, I'll send it oh, over no. to you. Every, everybody's learning how to do this shit, man. So <laughs> I had to right. do it for my kid, my kid's class and he loved it. So, Oh, it says running out of time. Oh, we better get out. Yeah. It just says, Jamie, I need you to keep the dogs quiet. I'm recording a commercial for the Elemental Podcast. So can you keep them quiet during this recording of my commercial for the Elemental Podcast? I mean, I know the dogs bark a whole lot when we actually record the podcast on Mondays and Thursdays and during the Patreon on Saturdays. But during the commercial, we need the recording to be dog bark free. Can you do that for me, Jamie? Can you keep the dogs quiet during the recording of this commercial for the Elemental Podcast that people can listen to every Monday and Thursday and the Patreon on Saturday? Can you do that for me, Jamie? Thanks, Jamie. Appreciate it. Hi, this is Bob from Your Welcome Future Self, the podcast. Each week, myself and my co-host Adam come together to become less terrible people one episode at a time. It's a show about creating goals and trying to keep them. I hope you listen in wherever you get your podcasts and join us on our journey of self-improvement and mental health and stability. (laughs) Or instability, I don't know. But come on and join us. Chop this and nothing. Chop this, chop this synopsis. And we're back. All right. It is time for us uh, to get the rousing conclusion of Chop This Synopsis. So, Matt, if you could, please regale us with your 10-word or less synopsis of True Lies. It's nine. Arnold's terrible, and Stu's retarded for liking his movies. (laughs) Come on! All right. I like his movies. I did one too, uh, Mr. Harper. I'm going to uh, say I'm not. I'm not so sure that I would click on that synopsis though. If I was getting, <laughs> okay. if that showed here's, up on Netflix, I'd be like, I "You're like who the fuck's Stu?" <laughs> uh, I'm I'm, I'm familiar with Stu. I'm, I'm aware. <laughs> I'm, I've heard the name. I've heard of Stu. Yeah. <laughs> uh, All right. Here's Stu's mine, got one. Matt. Yeah. Uh, it was only six. Uh, rooting for the terrorists this time. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a uh, this is a big thumb, uh, two thumbs down your butt. Hole. Yeah, uh, no no thumbs up my butt at yeah, all. I yeah. just it, it would like you said it was too long, two and a half hours, and legitimately like that middle hour where yeah. they were like trying to establish like how the wife gets involved. It yeah. didn't need to be done. No. Who cares? I don't give a shit about Helen. Fuck her. The only the only redeeming part of that whole secondary story, like the B plot, is mm-hmm. Bill Paxton uh, yeah. as Simon yeah. or the Carlos. comedic relief. <laughs> yeah, dude, right. Bill Paxton was amazing in this movie. When we were talking about standout performances and favorite parts, I forgot about Bill Paxton. Yeah, right. uh, for me, he's more entertaining than uh, than Tom Arnold was for sure. Uh, it was a goofy role for him, it, he, and he nailed it too. As the cheesy used car salesman, car salesman was just awesome. It yeah, I'm gonna give a little taste of that. So let's meet Bill Paxton here as uh, Simon. You sure you weren't following? No, I mean I kept looking behind me like you taught me, but he's like a Walmart spy, you know. It's just things are a bit hot. Like a great value spy. Walmart haircut. I may have to Our family spy. Yeah, speaking of haircuts. <laughs> <laughs> it's my job to take risks, but not yours. 
had about bringing you into all this, but you're the only one I can trust. You're out on a mission. <laughs> we say, uh, we say, uh, God, I hate him so much, but he's so great. <laughs> Worse than Cairo. 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 <laughs> the guy's a spook. Yes. I wouldn't have so kept this this, this clip so long, except the end is the best part. So. Two men killed in a restaurant, and two unidentified men in a running shootout. So he's taking credit for all of their spy stuff, right? Right, right. You see, you're very good. You recognize my style. <laughs> you're a natural at this. The guy's a fake man. He's taking credit for our moves. What happened? Our moves. What are we talking about. Two of them won't bother me again. <laughs> Unbelievable. You chased one. Something came over me. I just had to nail this guy, no matter what the risk. Gross. Pretty hairy. I thought he had me a couple of times, but I... I love that he says pretty hairy. Really? Like, it's his name. Well, why not? It's the training. It shapes you into a lethal instrument. You react in a microsecond without thinking. <laughs> I'm starting to like this guy. <laughs> oh, he's still got to kill him. I mean, That's it, right there. Oh, yeah. We still got to kill him. Love it. It's the greatest of all time. So uh, we get uh, Bill Paxton. Yeah, he's the greatest. There's no other discussion. He's just the best part of this film. Uh, But he does not need to be in it, though. That's the thing. No, he doesn't need to be in it at all. None of that shit need to be in it. (laughs) The movie should have been like 80 minutes. For sure. Two and a half. It was It was was treated like it was a goddamn uh, miniseries or uh, like a TV show. This would have been a great TV show. Like balancing that life between like I'm a spy at work, but I have a home life and I've got to deal with like a kid who has kid problems and things like that and balancing all that. It's the scarecrow and Mrs. King. <laughs> sure. A little Don Knotts <laughs> trivia here for you. <laughs> that was a deep dive, man. You're going way back. Deep dive. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's do, I mean, I've got a bunch of, uh, I got a bunch of uh, Bill Paxton clips, but we don't need any more of that for a while here. Yeah. Let's do okay. So uh, eventually, um, they go in and pretend to capture Simon, and they take Helen, uh, who is Jamie Lee Curtis, back to their lair. lair. I don't I guess whatever. <laughs> right. And they interrogate her, and then we get a little bit of uh, which there is no way that they wouldn't have been able to tell that was Arnold Schwarzenegger, even with the doctored voice, like even right. with his stupid crazy voice here your husband's the greatest <laughs> yeah it's just it would have just come across as like do you love your husband and it's just yeah stupid <laughs> your choice if you work for us you will drop the charges and you can go back to your normal life if not you will go to a federal prison and your husband and daughter will be left in no <laughs> your life will be destroyed Gee, hmm. Let me think. Yes or no? <laughs> of course, yes. What's involved? You will be contacted with your assignment. The code name of your contact will be Boris. She was so the excited for Natasha. Natasha. Yeah. Natasha? No. Doris. Ah. Boris and Doris. The old left hook there, huh? Mm-hmm. Comedy gold. That's right. Avoid the punchline. Missed out. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. I got some shit written down here. What do I have written down? Uh, oh, so uh, Helen. Uh, Helen's having an affair, right? I mean, yes. we can we can classify that as her having an affair. 
mm-hmm. an emotional affair. Right. Yeah. But we try like the movie tries to play it off as like, oh, they're going to be okay. It wasn't really an affair, but like they clearly have some serious like relationship issues going on yeah, after right. the end of the movie. You know? Yes. Correct. Yeah, there there would have be some, uh, been some therapy uh, episodes if this had been a TV show. Right? <laughs> Divorce. Yeah, for sure. He could have been in the, he could have contacted old uh, Tom Arnold's uh, divorce attorney and right. he'd have been halfway there, you know? That's right. But uh, okay, let's do, do uh, you want to hit some of those games you got over there, Sue? You got some info for some. Sure, I got a ton of stuff. Do we want to do the budget? Let's do the budget. And of course that's yeah, got a theme yeah. song provided by yours truly, Mr. Steve Callister. And it sounds a little bit like this. Box office theme song. That's it. Short and sweet. I can't. I can't lie. I was offended when Mandy said it wasn't a theme song. Oh, of course it's a theme song. That's all you need. It is a theme song. All right. Uh, so you know this uh, movie was made in 1994. How much do you think it cost? How much did it cost to make? I have to step out of this one because I know. Oh, you I, know. I accidentally heard how much this movie cost to make. <laughs> So, Matt, you're well, on Mr. your own. Cook? How much, Mr. Cook? I'm terrible at movie budgets, so I'm going to say $20 million. Is that enough for a movie? $20 million. Now, Matt Harper, now, what do you say? Now, generally, around that time, around 94, that would have probably been a, a relatively decent budget for a movie. Yes. Starting to creep up a little bit at that point, but not this that, one. This that one just covered Arnold's salary. Yeah, right. Yes, for sure. This one was way the fuck up there. Uh, I heard, speaking of budgets, I heard that they took, uh, they had to rent the Harrier jets from like the actual armed oh, forces. I forgot right, right. Yeah. Jets. Yeah. And they used real jet. They had three of them on their payroll, yeah. I want to say. And it, it, just the jet rentals were $100,000. And they had them for, yeah. I think, three days. A lot uh, of money. Yeah. So uh, I don't know if you want to reevaluate. Just what do you think is the most ridiculous? $50 million. No, it's even more. Oh, shit. <laughs> it, it was, uh, this movie got the world record for the highest uh, budget film of its, uh, at the time. Yes. Yeah. It was, what it, I heard anywhere between 100 and 110. Wow. Yeah, I had 100 million is what yeah. I had. Holy $100 million. dollars. Yeah, I had a yeah. method that, you know, so that was, yeah. That's How like much? The, that's the but, ransom in a spy yeah. movie. Like that's, <laughs> right, right. that's how much you have to pay to get your right. country off the hit list. That's a Dr. Evil. Yeah. $100 <laughs> million. Dollars. How much do you think it made? Uh, Mr. Cook, how much? Do you know Mr. Harper? I do, yeah. And I'll say, generally, this is touted as one of James Cameron's like least successful films. But when you take a look at how much it did make, that's just mm. a ridiculous statement. Yes, ridiculous. So, how much do you think? 150. So let's go. Uh, 250 million. It's close. It's higher. Wow. Yeah. Was it? Uh, was it three? Like three? Three twenty? Something like that? What? What I had was three hundred and seventy-eight point nine million dollars. Holy shit! <laughs> I would not pay that much movie to see that movie. I would not pay that right. much money to see that movie. Right. Here, yeah. Here, Here's the craziest thing, though, everybody. It was the third highest grossing movie of the year. If you had to guess, what wow. do you think the other higher two were? Well, Gump has to be one of them. Yep, Gump was second. Yep. You know the first one, Mr. Harper? You seem I, to know. You've been nailing this shit all day. I don't. I did see the list of films that came out in the same 
period. I know that like, I know Speed was also in '94 that came out, but that had that was not anywhere near the running for no, no. highest grossing. No, but number one was a cartoon. Oh fuck yeah! Now I do remember. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you do? You have a guess? '94 cartoons. It's a Disney film. No, Lion King. The Lion okay. King. I was either with Aladdin or Lion King, and it was, yeah. The movie that came in fourth blew my mind away. The fourth highest grossing of 94 was The Flintstones. Oh, my God. Like Uh, the uh, fucking Rick Moranis. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah. I've never seen that movie, and I never hope to see it. So there you go. It's terrible. You're not going to consume all of the Moranosphere? Uh Uh-uh. Nope. Uh Not happening. I saw Spaceballs. I'm good. (laughs) All right. So that's been uh, the the box office portion of the show. So here we go. Box office theme song. Box office theme song. Yeah. We had a live live edition. That was pretty close. That's catchy. That's catchy. That's a great theme song, isn't it, Mandy? (laughs) (laughs) It's the best. (laughs) Yeah. Do you know why they didn't do, because I know you like to talk, Mr. Harper, about uh, sequels, mm-hmm. and clearly, according to your logic, they would have made a sequel. Why yeah, did they, yeah. not, generally, why did the they movie, not do a sequel? Generally, if a movie doubles its budget, they're, you're going to have a studio clamoring to make a sequel. Like, they're going to yes. be knocking doors down to make another one of these money makers. but I assume it's because James Cameron was associated with it and just didn't, they couldn't afford him. <laughs> no. Okay. It was not it. He he was all about it as well too. All right. He couldn't afford Arnold. Nope. It wasn't. Didn't have anything to do with the actors or anything of that nature. Uh, the reason they didn't do it is uh, there was a a plan to do it, uh, but Cameron was working on Titanic, so they had to wait, right? And they had the script all set out, and then something happened in the world. What happened in the world? Nine eleven. Yeah, that happened, and then they were like, "We just we can't fucking do this movie." What? Jamie Lee Curtis, Jamie Lee Curtis was all about it until like there was all this terrorist stuff in the movie, and there was plane stuff in the movie, and she's like, "I just we just can't fucking do this movie." So they couldn't do uh, it. Was it was very terrorist driven? Terrorist, ter- terrorist driven. Yeah, characters did come pretty close to going through a building, didn't it? Yeah, it took those out and stuff. I mean, it was. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And speaking of that scene, so he takes a Harrier jet and he like hangs out in front of a building and then just saws it in half, right? Which he's, right. Which he's terrible at driving. <laughs> <laughs> Can you talk about how long it took him to launch that thing? <laughs> right. You're how, fired. How did he know that his daughter was not in the building? Like, did I miss that spot where he knew that she was up on the roof? Because he could have. Up on the crane yeah like she could have been in that building where they were keeping her hostage and he would have just sawed her in half so I don't know, <laughs> well she was actually molested whatever yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> she was ruined at that point. <laughs> yeah, yeah we're helping her out man she's not gonna have to live with years of trauma right just helping yeah. her out whatever so that was why because i was always like why did they never do a sequel and that that was why clearly it was set up at the end of the movie, they're all spies themselves and whatever. So yeah, 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 yeah. They had the family yeah. spy thing. I also heard that this movie is taken. It's a. It's actually a uh, not a sequel, but a remake. Uh, well, it was based loosely on a 1991 French film called uh, La Totale. Yeah, and that and that movie was a comedy. Okay. How weird is that? And did you know, uh, there's more trivia here, that uh, Jamie Lee Curtis won the Golden Globe that year for her part? In this movie? 
Yeah. Wow. Look at that. That's weird, right? Or that that strip tease dance put her over the edge. I guess I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. And I did not know this. Maybe you guys did. She's married to uh, comedian actor Christopher Guest. I oh, did she's, not. He's married to the stunt coordinator. Christopher <laughs> 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 Guest uh, was he in Spinal Tap? He's been. He was on Saturday Night Live for a while. Yeah, he's done a lot of things, and they've been married like thirty years. That's crazy. To me. Yeah, yeah. He's like, part of those uh, all those like mockumentary movies, right? Like the Best right. in Show, and the yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A yep, Mighty Wind. Sure. The mighty yep. wind, yes. They're great. Yep. <laughs> All right. Um, let me see. Do I have any other clips here? Oh, I do got to, I've got to play uh, Simon as uh, Carlos here uh, one more time. Son of a bitch, do you think you can elude us forever, Carlos? Huh? Wait, you got the wrong guy. My name's Simon. Look, look j- j- just let me go. There's, there's no need to kill me. I haven't seen your face. I love it. It's you. You still interested in that bet at all? He's just always selling, man. Always be selling. International terrorists have been well documented. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. No, I I sell cars. That's all. Come on. I'm not a terrorist. I'm actually a complete coward. If I ever saw a gun, I'd all. Oh, God. I'm not a spy. I'm nothing. I'm naval lint. I have to lie to women to get laid, and, and, I, and I don't score much. I got a little dick. It's pathetic. <laughs> I thought about. Like, oh god! <laughs> I thought about ending the podcast with that clip. Well, that was the best. But. <laughs> it's pathetic. I got uh, a little dick. I can't lie. I feel bad for him though, man. Yeah. Like these guys are threatening yeah. to kill him, and he's just, he's just a fucking cock. So yeah. whatever. But yeah, no, his 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 role was the best. <laughs> All right, uh, let's see if uh, do you have uh, ages? Oh uh, yeah, I got a whole yeah. bunch of ages. You All right, let's play. That? Yeah, let's play a theme song here. This theme song is way too long. Wow. I might have to bleep this out because of uh, uh, oh, copyright of issues to get it up onto YouTube. Will you yeah. still need me? Will you still feed me when I'm 64? I think if it's less than 30 seconds, you'll be fine. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see what right. happens. Yeah, you should be fine. I don't and know. we're we're comment we're commenting on all of them. Uh, so there was yeah. a theme there. They all yeah. had ages in them. So that's me all commenting. have ages. That was so me commenting on the ages. So. All right, yeah. I got go. I got uh, six, but I've already given one away. Elijah Dushku. Yeah. Uh, but let's go with uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Hot smoking Jamie Lee Curtis <laughs> in 1994. How old was she? She went from wearing a funeral dress, I'm, I'm guessing. It was the only yes. appropriate event for that dress. Yeah, to... school marm. Yeah, for sure. How mm. old do you think she was? I'm going to go with 36. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with like 40. I think she was probably either 40 or pushing over 40. Either way, smoking hot, but uh, Mr. Cook nailed it. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> you get the gold star. Gold star. Uh, the as man. A, I mean, I remember as a kid watching this movie and thinking that she was like 
you know, mom age at that point and how it just did not compute in my brain. Right. Like, how my mom be that hot? Right. Like, yeah, it's just, city. yeah, it was not possible for that to, to work out. But yeah. And then I also thought uh, slicking the hair back was a terrible choice. I, 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 I really enjoyed it up until she, she dipped into the old vase there and slicked it back. So. Jamie Lee Curtis could give me a boner right now. <laughs> Dipped into the vase sounds like uh, a lot more sexual than I planned on it, too. <laughs> yep. She's good to go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> next guy, the man of the hour, the big cheese, Arnold Schwarzenegger. How old was he in 1994? 45. Yeah, probably real close. to. I'm going to say 42. Uh, Mr. Cook, you were close. 47. Hey. He go. was the old geezer at 47. Uh, I mean, still, the, I'd fuck him now. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. He'd rip your dick off. He would rip your dick off. Uh, I got comedic, a dick. I got a, it's pathetic. <laughs> it's pathetic. Tom Arnold. How old was uh, Gibby? 1994. He married Roseanne Barr. He was married to Roseanne Barr at the time. God. I had yeah. to take some years out of him. Gross. <laughs> Gross. 38. <laughs> 38. Um, I probably like 35. Mr. Harper nailed it. 35. Yay. You guys are doing pretty good. Who uh, was uh, Simon? Uh, Mr. Bill Paxton with the tiny pathetic dick. How old was he? In <laughs> he 1994? Was 33. 35 again. He was uh, 39 years old. <laughs> I thought you were going to say 13. <laughs> he was 13. He and Elijah got together. Yeah. Uh, and then the last one, uh, we haven't talked about her. Hottie McHottie, Tia Carrera. How old was she? In 1994. 28. Ooh, uh, I'm going to say she was 30. Uh, we'll give it to Mr. Cook. She was 27. Oh, okay. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, and then we already did Elijah. She was uh, Elijah was fourteen when it came out. So there oh, we go. Okay. So there we go. Wow, it took him two years to complete this film, huh? Uh, apparently, yeah. Or like a year so and a half, maybe. Yeah. A year and a half. Of them. Drive a Harrier jet, you know. I mean, it's it's gonna take a while. <laughs> for sure. Well, uh, uh, trivia here: What was the worst stunt for Arnie in that movie? Or the what he says was the worst stunt for him. The hanging out of the helicopter, it has to be. Oh, for sure, yeah. Picking her up out of the car. My he I don't know, said, probably anything with a horse would be tough. I got a feeling. Oh yeah. He's, well, I got I got a trivia about the horse. Not, it wasn't the horse. He said the worst part of the movie for him, stunt wise, was learning how to tango. Oh yeah. <laughs> he said um, it took him six months to learn how the tango because he was concerned about looking bad compared to. Uh, uh, what does not? Uh, no, Al Pacino in Scent of a Woman. Oh, okay. He wanted to make sure that he could dance better than Al Pacino from Scent of a Woman. So yeah, there we go. Blazer like two weeks to learn how to tango. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, some uh, dancing with the stars, yeah. <laughs> concerning the horse, uh, there was a scene where a camera boom hit the horse that he was riding on, and uh, he almost slid off a 90-foot drop. Holy but shit. A, uh, but a stunt man. Stunt man caught him. Building where he uh, the horse stopped and he, yeah. he just barely stopped. So I was yeah. watching. It, it might have been that scene. I was watching this movie for like it's been forever. I, we didn't ask that. How long had it been since you saw this, Stu? Uh, when did this movie come out? Ninety four. 
so since 94. So you watched it then? Okay. For I me, saw it in the been, movie theater back then. So, okay. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. For me, it's been several years. And when I was watching this, I didn't know how that scene was going to end when he took the bike and just flew across the, the street with it. Right, and right. I was like, all right, I guess we have to give that to him. It's ridiculous and, and it's not possible, but let's say it's going to happen, right? And right. then Arnold wings back around and, and goes back for the, the run up on the horse. Right. And I was like, no fucking way. Like, I couldn't remember right. if he attempted to do this or not. Yeah. Right. And then when it finally did the, the hard stop and he flipped over the front, I was like, oh my God, this is the greatest. Like, I'm so right. glad that yeah. they at least... Uh, pr- attempted and then made us laugh at the idea of him even yeah. trying, you know? The right. horse had the better sense yeah. than fucking Arnie it did, was, right? Was, that was a pretty intense point in the movie. Like, yeah. like is he really going to do this and make this just so ridiculously stupid? Or, right, yeah. I mean, like, we're going to watch a horse explode when it, like, yeah. he, I was like, <laughs> the best case scenario, like the horse jumps out as far as it can. And then he like leaps off of the flying horse, you know, yeah. he right. makes it to the pool. And then the horse just like dies, you know, it's just a crater in the, in the ground. But yeah. So that was exciting. Yeah. Do you remember what the uh, tagline of the movie was on the movie posters? Oh Probably my gosh. Not. Uh, it's silly. I can't. Yeah, even the, this fucking name sucks. True lies is right. an awful True name. lies suck. Uh, the tagline was when he said "I do," he never said what he did. <laughs> wow, <laughs> sounds like some butt stuff, you know. <laughs> Sorry, honey, I'm gay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's oh, exciting. Good. All right, uh, do you guys want to jump straight into our last game that we have on the old docket here? It's called "What's That Sound?" Huh? Sure, let's do right, it. Here we go. I think it's time we stop, children. What's that sound? Do you hear what I hear? What's that sound? Do you hear what Look at him. I He's a professional. What, what, I'm trying. What's that sound? <laughs> All right, getting the headphones into it. Yeah. All right, so with this game, I take uh, sounds from the movie and I play them in clip form. Now, Stu has not heard the clips either, so it's just me on not. this. So I'm going to play a clip. We're going to give Matt first uh, dibs at it. If he can guess where it's from, that's it. And then if he can, it goes to Stu. If mm-hmm. Stu can't, then it goes to the audience who's listening in. Yeah. And you can email the show at another episode podcast at gmail.com to let us know what your guess is for this uh, game. So you better have, get a Mr. Cook. I suck at this one. I do pretty <laughs> good at the ages and the budget. I suck at the sound game. I do have three different sounds for this one. So here we go. We're going to play the first one. There's that one. I'll play it again if you need it. Were you able to hear it okay over there? It was, but... Okay. Oh, yeah, no, I couldn't hear it at all. Okay. <laughs> I got it. I okay. got it. I got it. I hear, I hear water sloshing, so I'm assuming it's when he was in the water, like, watching the terrorists. Okay. Is, but there's a specific event that's happening that I, that that sound is being caused by something. You got this, Cook. You got it. Chain, chain link fence is all I have. No. My, my, can I guess? It yeah. was when he was busting out of the ice with the knife. Yeah, he cut through mm. the knife. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> nice. I thought was absolutely absurd. If any of yeah. those guys had been walking around that pond at any time, 
Yeah. Smash through the ice with a knife. Hey, who's here by the stepladder smashing the ice? Right. And let's let's use the shiniest thing you have on you to like catch the light, you know. That's all right. All right. So there's that one. Nice job, Stu. All right. And then we have this one. Here's the next sound. Okay. There was a was that Elijah Deuce too in the stuff? What was going on there? Damn you, douche coos. <laughs> that did not sound good. We'll get it one more time. I'll play it one more time for you. Oh, I know. Yeah. That is the sound of Jamie Lee Curtis shortening her dress. It is, yeah. <laughs> Yay! Ripping the fluff off. Very nice. Good job, Matt. Good job. Nice job. All right, we got one more. This one's right. a quick one, so get ready for it. That was it? That was it. Just the slamming of the door or whatever? No, there's a fly coming down there at some point. Yeah. All right, there's a couple of uh, context clues kind of in the background here, so give the give it some room to breathe here. I ain't got this one. No? Nothing? There's I no harm in a wild cook. guess, man. Just swing for the fences. What do you think? Uh, going into a bathroom and Bill Paxton taking out his little penis. <laughs> <laughs> nope, nope, that's not it. That's not it. <laughs> Deleted scenes. <laughs> and Stu, Stu, you want to... Uh, I mean, is it, is it Stu's a just pretending his, his screen froze. <laughs> <laughs> That's, is it that's, just, the, that's the stunt coordinator and douche coos. <laughs> that, that, was the, that was the face she was making the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't the scene in the beginning of the movie when they're in the uh, the bathroom where the guy was taking the shit. Nope. nope. No. All right. Although we do find out from that scene that uh, stall doors are bulletproof, essentially. Right. Right. That guy was safe. Yeah, every single other stall, door, and wall in that building was shot through except for his. So oh, he was gotcha. Pretty sick Matt, about I it. just I just got a uh, notification that we have unlimited minutes on here because oh, you've yeah, let's do it. it. So very good. All right, let's just keep on trucking then. Yeah, um, so that was the last one. Nobody got it. I'm going to play it one more time just as a a, a clean run through for the listeners. If you uh, think you know what it is, you can send us either a Facebook message or get to us on email. It's uh, another episode podcast at gmail.com to let us know what we missed. All right. And it's a very specific event. I need to know exactly what's happening on screen when that happens. Did someone get slapped there? Did I hear a slap? You did hear a slap. Doors closed. Someone walked. Someone got slapped. That I don't remember that scene yeah, at all. You, if you could tell me who got slapped, we'd be pretty close to knowing what was going on there. But mm, who got slapped in this movie? Did Arnie get slapped? Well, I don't, we'll let we'll let the audience figure it out, man. We'll Damn it! Out. We'll give all them right. something. I'll let you know after when we're done. I think at this, I felt good about getting the first two. So yeah, yeah, done. there you go, man. I'll take it. All right, all right, I'll take it. All right, so I mean, I guess at this point we're looking for like I don't know, final thoughts. Uh, you want to do some trivia? I got some more trivia or some yeah, weird sure, uh, yeah. facts. Burn for what, do you some... think the bo- what do you think the body count was? Ooh, I don't know. Let's, I mean, they got to be, are they talking like explosions and shit too? They were able to track all of that? Or is it like specifically just, just They just gave that... me a, 
a total body count. Okay. So I'm assuming explosions. Oh, it's got to be. I mean, it's got to be like a hundred plus. I would think. Uh -huh. I'm gonna go two fifty, Stu. Uh, they on on the trivia that I picked up, it was only ninety. Oh wow! Really? Okay, that yeah. seemed low, right? For sure, I would have thought higher, especially in that whole scene, like in Cuba or whatever, where they just like blew everything up and killed everybody. Right? right. Yeah. Right. Uh, nope. I know that there Nine. are restrictions for like how many on-screen deaths that you can show and still be considered like R-rated versus like NC-17 and shit. And I know like because we did. Um, what was the one where the kids go out in the, the Wolverines, uh, the kids in the woods? Uh, Red, Red Dawn. Dawn. Yeah. Red Dawn almost got an NC-17 rating because of how many, like, on Because they deaths. killed 800 people. Yeah, and it was just nonstop <laughs> shooting and killing. And, yeah. Nothing but slaughter. Um, you, We already talked about this. Uh, it had the highest uh, expensive budget at the time, but then it got, uh, it got beat the next year in 1995. What movie beat it for budget? Was Titan that was it Titanic? It was not Titanic. Oh wow! Okay. Really? Yep. I think Titanic. No, Titanic did, uh, but it wasn't Titanic. Yes. No, not Titanic. Yeah, I assume Titanic was probably, a couple years out from that. Yeah. You would probably not expect it. I did not expect it. This was a movie that was probably considered um, a box office bust. Star Wars Episode One. <laughs> Jurassic Park. <laughs> uh, you're both incorrect. Waterworld. Oh my God! I, I love Waterworld. I forgot how expensive that movie was. Because yep, yeah, we are going to cover Waterworld on this podcast for certain. I love that fucking movie. Ooh. Hot take. Uh, uh, who originally was supposed to play Helen? It was not supposed to be Jamie Lee Curtis. It was given to somebody else. I heard this already too. Yeah, I oh, did you? It's okay. a, yeah, right. but we'll see if you got a guess. Sam Anderson. There you oh God! It's been a bit. It originally was supposed to go to Jodie Foster. Jodie Foster. Yeah. Really? Now I want you to picture Jodie Foster doing a striptease dance. Can't. I can't. Yeah, that's can't. what I'm saying. It's no, just. A, I can't. Yeah. And she turned. She turned this movie down to to film Nell, yep. which I don't know if you've all heard or seen Nell. Oh. Yeah. Tay in the yeah, wind. Yep. Uh, yes. Yeah. Not good. Um, uh, the the movie also they considered she did dance Madonna. a little bit in that movie though. When she was just being a tree in the wind. Jesus yeah. Christ. She's just wearing a sundress and mumbling to herself in the woods. So, yeah. Stop it, Matt Harper. Stop <laughs> it. You're better than that. Uh, all, also considered for the role was Madonna, Joan Cusack, Helen Hunt, and uh, there were a whole bunch of others as well. All so. three of those I don't want to see dancing. No, yeah. exactly. That's why I was like, gee, ugh, At the time, if you had told me, you know, it was going to be Jamie Lee Curtis, I'd have been like, I don't really want to see Jamie Lee Curtis dancing either. Right. But yeah, turned out she I did. It. I it really did. Uh, the original role of Gibson that went to Tom Arnold was actually was given to somebody else first. Do you know who turned it down? You know that one, no. Mister Harper? No, no. Again, it was someone that you probably wouldn't expect. Someone who does have uh, secondary roles as like the comedic relief. <laughs> Stephen Toblowski. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Rudd. I don't know. Paul's <laughs> always follow up. No. Tom, Tom Hanks. <laughs> no. Oh, Tom Hanks would have been interesting. It oh, was uh, originally, it was given to Joe Pesci. Oh, wow. Okay. Joe Pesci, for whatever reason, he turned down the role. Also considered for the role were uh, Dan Aykroyd, Bill Murray, John Goodman, and Steve Gutenberg. Wow, the Goots. Yeah, he would, I could have seen Steve Gutenberg yeah. of, of all those others. 
Steve Gutenberg would have been the one, then probably John Goodman. I feel like yeah. Steve Gutenberg would have tried the hardest. Like he really needed that, you know. It just would right. have been Mahoney in, you know, a yeah. track fan is all it would have been. <laughs> For sure, yeah. Yep. We should cover uh, one of those too. We should pull up a uh Police Academy movie oh, eventually. Oh, yes. Yeah. Number five. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Number from five. Miami Back in the habit or whatever. <laughs> The uh, Tia Carrera, I don't know how many movies she's been in other than this one in the Wayne World movies, but uh, she said this was her favorite role to play in all of her movies because she got to be the bad guy. Oh, fun. I think it, her, she's definitely better in this than Wayne's World. I yeah. think, you know, it's, she definitely acts better in this, you know, than she did in. I just, I feel like in Wayne's World, she was just kind of a showpiece. She was yeah, just like, exactly. look at, right. look, look at this set ass. piece that we had. Yeah, for sure. It's an ass. Uh, a couple more things. She's kind of playing like a femme fatale in this, you know. Yeah. Movie and it was, it Got was some more depth to it. You can, yeah. yeah, there's definitely some some uh, uh, life in the character a little more than just like, you know. I mean, she basically was just a, a rock star bitch in, uh, you know, Wayne's World. So. <laughs> She's a groupie slut. Yeah, I don't know, but... <laughs> Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis in that helicopter rescue scene at the end of the movie when they get her out of the uh, limo, she actually did that stunt. Oh, did she no really? shit. She did the stunt, and she did the stunt. Uh, she initially wasn't going to do it, but then she was talking to James Cameron, and she's like, well, where are you going to be when I'm doing this? And he's <laughs> like, I'm going to be hanging out of the helicopter filming you. Okay. And then she was like, all right, if you're going to do that, then I'm going to do this. And so she well, did that. Pretty good, pretty good shots on that. And you know for a fact that Arnold didn't, you know, wasn't the one that was grabbing her. His stunt, his stunt man in the movie was fucking awful. <laughs> the fucking wigs they had when he was, like, riding the horse and skiing yeah. and all that shit. You're like, yeah. that's not fucking even close. It was awful. <laughs> I don't know what uh, it is he, about that stuff, but I get—I guess I just get caught up in the action and shit, and I just don't see it. I don't care that they don't look anything like... Oh, yeah. When I go back and rewatch them for stuff like this, that's when it shows to me, like right. when it finally stands out. But in the right. moment, man, I'm just, I don't give a shit. I'm not looking right. for... You know. This is the greatest thing I've ever seen in my uh -huh, life. That's right. right. Uh, did you guys know they actually... There was a video game for this? I did. I did not know that. It was made for a Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, and a Game Gear. Yep, and my, wow. my wife was telling me when we were, I was covering this film, I was watching it, and yep. she was like, I remember playing this, this on the uh, Genesis. They had it for the wow. Sega Genesis, yeah. I don't remember it at all. And then uh, one last bit of trivia here concerning Tom Arnold, because they never made the sequel. We talked about that. They never did it. But yep. in 2005, there was a film called The Kid and I. You remember that movie? I you ever don't. seen the movie? Me neither. I've never seen yeah, it. Never heard of it. I remember, yeah. Huh. But Tom Arnold, he played a fictional character based upon himself, right? Okay. And in that film, the character had starred in True Lies and is pursued by a fan, and team, he teams up with Henry Winkler and Linda, uh, Linda Hamilton to make a sequel. Weird. And then uh, Schwarzenegger and Jamie Lee Curtis made cameos in the movie. What? Yeah, how weird is that? So I guess... In a weird Super kind of way, meta. there was a True Lies too, <laughs> yeah, but it yeah. just they just happened to call it the kid and I, and I guess the kid was Eliza Dusku uh, getting molested. <laughs> See, I thought you were just going to stop at the kid. Wasn't that that Bruce Willis movie? The Bruce yes, Willis I Disney think movie. Correct. Yes, yeah. yes. So now I got to go find the kid and I. It's a movie I've never heard of, but right, now yeah, I can see for the sure. movie. And uh, I think that's the last bit of trivia I had. 
All right, last yep. fun fact there. I do have a couple of clips. We've already heard enough from Simon. Uh, let's. Oh, I loved the scene when they gave him the uh, truth serum. Uh, uh-huh. And she was asking him, like, tell me something that uh, I would normally lie to. And he was like, <laughs> she's like, are we going to die? And he's like, yeah. We're totally yeah. gonna die. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, but then yeah, the, the guy comes back in, the, the creepo guy, uh weird dentist guy that was coming yeah. in. Uh and we get this from uh Arnold, which is great. Is there anything you want to tell me before we start? Yeah. I'm going to kill you pretty soon. <laughs> I just love the pretty soon. I'm gonna kill you pretty ah. soon. <laughs> First I'm going to use you as a human shield. Then I'm going to kill this guard over there. The Patterson Troke on the table. <laughs> and then I was thinking about breaking your neck. And what makes you think you can do all that? You know, my handcuffs. Hmm. I <laughs> them. Oh, oh, oh. oh, God. Oh. oh, he did it. He did all the things <laughs> oh, he said. He snapped the neck. Holy <laughs> shit. He's good. He's good, man. I just love it. He was all like, I'm going to kill you pretty soon. I love it. It's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Helen, I'm going to kill you pretty soon. <laughs> all right. Any uh, With- last minute uh, stuff? Is anything we didn't uh, cover that you wanted to mention? Any, any standout parts of the film that we haven't really talked about at all? Not really. It was a shit movie. I would never watch this again. No, never again. No. Bill Paxton pissed his pants twice in this yep. movie. Am I right? Oh, for yeah. sure. He yeah. did twice? Yeah, we got him again here at the end. I do have a clip yeah. of that. We might as well uh, round it out with that, too, here. Yeah, let me pour you some more champagne. I got to keep up the waiter. I love it. He's still playing the same angle. All right. All right. You never know when things might explode into a life or death situation. If it gets rough, just stay low until it's over. And I'll contact you later. Maybe you should give me your tell. So, we meet again, Carlos. Honey, I'm just going to do him right here, okay? Go for it. There it is. Oh, God. There it is. Oh, it's so much pee. I love it, man. man His character was about... He didn't learn from the first time when no, these no. guys were going to fucking throw him off a, a dam. Yeah, not love at all. It. It's yeah. greatest, man. Uh, what about you, Matt? Will you ever watch this movie again? No. <laughs> <laughs> once, was, once was enough. Are you glad you watched it at least? It was. Yeah, it was. I, you know, it, it's one of, it, it makes me want to go back and watch other Schwarzenegger movies and see how terrible they really are. You know? They're the best. Stop it, Mr. Cook. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. I love Arnie movies. They're great. Yeah, for sure. This I mean, one they, was shit. This one was shit. Yeah. <laughs> This one was the closest one to an Arnold movie that I would have enjoyed. Like, that's for sure. Like, really? I have you ever on... seen, like, Predator yeah. or Terminator? Yep. Yeah. You didn't I, like them? It's been so long, I don't really remember any parts of them. But, I mean, I was sure. just never into fucking sci-fi. I didn't care I about... Didn't, I, I never really enjoyed, you know, the, the, the super intense action movies like that. And for sure. Oh, uh, man. I, I went more with the, you know, like you said, the kindergarten cop, the you know those type of movies yeah. but i would have been more entertained this was a good combination of the two but like it was just way too long two and a half way hours, too long yeah sure. yep. Yep. Way, yep way too long for this and movie. i remember being more entertained as a, even as a kid by like dramas than something like this like i'm just not into like super action films or anything but mm. i don't know i do uh we did forget to mention uh it is of course uh covid season uh yeah. we don't know how long covid season is but of course uh Stu, 
Uh, you took it upon yourself to give yourself the old COVID cut. <laughs> give yourself a COVID cut? Yeah, because you right. can't get a haircut out in the world anymore. So. That's right. So I decided to make it goofy yeah. and uh, just do like old man. I ca- people said I look like uh, Walter from Jeff Dunham's Puppets. <laughs> and, uh, and then who was... There yeah, was someone not else racist said enough. Like, right, yeah, I'm not racist enough to be Walter, but uh, <laughs> there was something else. So, yeah. So I cut my hair. I keep like like a lot of people. I just keep touching my face, though. But I don't. I don't yeah. have any communication with anybody. Right. Constantly, you know. It's but yeah. It's I was. It was funny. I I, I texted Stu because or sent him a message. I was thinking on Sunday. I'm like, all these fuckers sitting home. I'm gonna teach everybody how to shave their heads and just take my phone into <laughs> my bathroom and just be like, okay, this is how you do it, motherfuckers. So <laughs> you should. Sunday is haircut day for me, and there, there will be a video posted on either Sunday night or Monday morning. <laughs> That's Please what I was do. You, Stu, when, when does the rest of that come off? The week uh, after that, beard, and then, uh, you know, then chest and back after that. <laughs> Girl, I don't know. I, I don't, don't want to see that. And then you head down to your douche queue. That's over. You know, this whole COVID thing's over by then. So. <laughs> Uh, the side hair will come off pretty soon. I yeah. can't keep this forever. This old man shit. I just love wearing it because it looks like I have a full head of hair with the hat on. Like, oh, he's got hair. I take off. Like, oh fuck. So when I walked into Meyer today, people are like, I forget that I look like this, and people are just staring at me. Like, you forgot that you're a me. human cartoon. <laughs> exactly with, with my Fu Manchu and this weird racist haircut yes yes I forget I yeah, forget you're only half skinhead at this point yeah. yes but it was a choice yeah. though like it's definitely it was a choice it's definitely it was, a choice yeah right I did it to be funny and it served its purpose and now I'll, uh, I'll let it go yeah for sure yeah you can't write yeah. a bit forever right no that says the guy I mean, who's been telling do. the same jokes for the last you know for the last 30 or five years. years yeah that's right. But, uh, all right. Uh, I mean, I guess that's the end. No, uh, uh, well, I guess this is the point where we would normally ask for plugs because we're all no supposed gigs. to be uh, working comedians. Right. No, uh, but nothing. because it is the age of uh, the Rona, we got nothing oh, going on, oh. right? It's awful. I mean, I'll just plug the pod, my own podcast, the for Elemental sure. Podcast. So we'll do that. Every uh, Monday and Thursday is a freebie, and then every day is a Patreon. I Patreon every day. So. Yeah. Look at that. And then Matt, nothing else any- going on. It, so far, we've got your uh, your shaved head tutorial coming out. Yeah. But. When, when everything comes back online, uh, funniest person in Grand Rapids semifinals eventually. Sorry. It'll probably be June, but who knows? You uh, know what? I forgot yeah. that I uh, – so I was supposed to open for the yeah. night that you were going to go on, yeah. and I completely forgot that that was supposed that to happen. that was like the mm. two days before. Was yeah. like, okay, we can't do this anymore. And it's mm. like, okay, fine. And it's, you know, at this point, it's – when it happens, it happens, and just come out and support local comedy and have fun. Yeah, so, we're going to need it when this gets all back up and running. When this is all over. <laughs> For sure. Let me, let me ask you this real quick. Have either of you guys done one of these like online uh, comedy things at all or no? No. I've watched a few, but I haven't yep. done any of them. I, yeah. I, I don't have laughs going in the background. I, sure. I can't do it. You know? <laughs> it's, and then, yeah. It, even with me right now, I'm still working. I'm, yep, I'm same. essential. So it's, I, I feel frustrated with all these people dropping content nonstop. I just, I don't have the time right now. You know, right, right. But I hear you. I was, I, hear. 
I was itching to get back into the podcast at all because if if we weren't doing this today, we got nothing going forward. Absolutely. We had we had a few in the can, but we've extinguished yeah. all of those, and we just got nothing going forward. So I'm very grateful that you guys were able to come by and do this. Well, today. This is a great way to do it. If you continue to do it this way, and it's fun. I, if anything, I think this has kind of pushed me to do more of like a podcast type of thing once a week, yep. just to get people on the phone and be like, hey. Here's Just the check path. in, yeah. Here's the and and let's do this, you know. So, is this your first Zoom map? For, yeah, first yeah. We, have, yeah, we have not done this before. Yeah, none of this has happened before. So, all right, that's this what is I a thought. work in work in uh, progress, and we're trying to you know all downhill from here, baby. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It so was you fun. guys were among the first ones, and if this ends up on the YouTubes, then and thanks for that. But Woo-hoo! we're for sure we're for sure pulling the audio. For sure. All right. so, and great. this will be out. Normally, it would matter when this comes out for plugs because this is coming out in like four days. Like this will be out on Wednesday. So. Oh, okay. Great. Right. That's well, good. Fuck, I don't even know what day it is. So like, what's that? Like five days? Uh, it doesn't what? matter. We all blend. So. But anyhow. Yeah. At this point, I, like I said, I'm still working from home as well. Uh, and so every, I just work here every fucking day and then wait until I can figure out how to do this. I was able to finagle my boards enough together to get like the clips yeah. to play and then all of this shit to work out where it's that supposed was the to. Thing. I was trying to figure out like mic and, and headphones and everything. And I'm like, we'll just do this for now and then see yeah. how this turns out and then go from there. So. Right. I mean, right. I'm clearly the audio is not as good as I would have hoped, but it's good enough. Yeah. I mean, it's content, yeah. it's going out right. and it will get better and then we'll go back to normal and it'll be great. So I only had problems on the third. Uh, what's that sound thing? Yeah. That's the only problem I heard with hearing things. All right. Well, I mean, somebody will get it. Somebody will get it. Is that your excuse for not? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not an excuse, Matt. It's the truth. It was his shitty gas station headphones is what it was. (laughs) (laughs) Got the Speedway uh, Speedway special. That's right. You buy seven hot dogs, free earbuds. (laughs) Yeah, uh, that comes with your fifth uh, full-size pizza. That's right. All right. Normally, we don't have a way to end this. It just gets real awkward here at the end when we try to find some way to close this out. So what we do is we play one last clip from the movie, and then we stare inside the top of Stu's brain. Hopefully you get the YouTube. Yeah, right. Otherwise, YouTubes. that's not going to make any that sense. That doesn't make any sense. YouTube. <laughs> and then, uh, so we play a clip to get out of this mess. So, uh, right. otherwise, thank you guys so much for joining us uh, here on the podcast. And thank you, listeners, for coming back and listening to this nonsense. And uh, here we go with our last clip. Women. Can't live with them. Can't kill them. All right, that's it, guys. Thank you so much. Thanks, again. Mr. Harper. Thanks, thank Matt. you, guys. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. I'll be able to shake your hand eventually. So thanks yeah, a lot, guys. Awesome. Bye. Thanks. We'll see you.